Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Controversial subjects with the facts can be tense. But we are a sub-science here to make things make sense. Today we are talking about muscles. Uh, we're also going to be talking about if steroids give you roid rage and the real reason that men go to the gym. Huh, yeah, 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 Jack, bro. Do you even lift, bro? Yo, bro do you even lift, bro? You see these thighs, bro? He big, he thick, he swole. But like, do you even lift, Greg? Come like, on. I mean, How before much you Corona, <laughs> yeah, I used to lift, because, but now I'm like, I ain't going out of my house. Like, I lift, like, potted plants. Okay. <laughs> Okay, but actually, that's kind of true. Uh, how you doing? Going? Um, good. How was <laughs> your birthday? I'm bringing that up to like segue, but like, how ha- happy birthday, belated! Oh, yeah. My birthday is my birthday. It was a co- my first ever COVID birthday, so yeah. Mm-hmm. Hope maybe we're gonna have another one. Depends on the vaccine yeah, situation. Yeah, I Watch almost my new certainly will have two. Like you're having two, I might have two. Um, um, but <laughs> we. Well, we Greg knew about this gift, but different parts he didn't know about. But we have set up in our backyard like a projector with a uh, what do you say, like a screen, so that we can have a couple people over in the backyard before it gets too cold and like watch movies. Except it already is cold; it's been raining every night. Every yeah, time we have plans, we have it's tried. Like so sad. We're like, oh, it's actually raining, so you can't hang out with us. We really like. <laughs> I've only watched it with ourselves, and we've been trying so hard to like coordinate. But it's really cool, and it's like an intro. It was really hard to actually set up because we thought we were. so so slick at the end of September being like, let's have a backyard that like can actually host people. It's like everything sold out. Everyone yeah. is like, oh, we can only hang out outside. We're like, we were like we'll we get, get an yeah, outdoor heater. And it's like, mm, you can't get that. Anywhere. I asked someone at Home Depot about an outdoor heater and he laughed in my face. Like, you know, when people kind of like, no, like no, he'd obviously yeah. been asked so much. Like he, was like, times. he was literally sweeping. I was like, oh, do you know where the like outdoor heaters are? And he went, <laughs> and he leaned on the broom and was like, okay. Hun, let me tell you something. You want outdoor here? You should have been here July second. I was like, oh, oh yeah, okay, sorry. Like, and then it was like desolate. The patio section was yeah, like desolate. they had nothing. And then we <laughs> we couldn't. Every store was like out, so we it took us a while to set up. A but the projector is the main thing. It's so freaking cool. We have a yellow, um, yellow, a white backdrop from ASAP Science <laughs> stuff that it's really cool. Like I feel very lucky mm-hmm. and watching. Um, TV shows outside is definitely a COVID sacrifice because truly we've barely done it because it's been raining. I know, and now it's probably <laughs> so. going to snow soon because we're in Canada. <laughs> Great if we're you live be, in LA gonna, or something. We're going to have yeah. like used it twice. Literally, oh my God. Well, we could project on a wall in our house for ourselves. And we can also do it like even when like we do get 
prick pricked with the vaccine. We can still it'll be fun. Oh yeah, over. no, it'll be a great future <laughs> no, in the future okay. next summer. <laughs> like even if COVID's done. But um, speaking of Home Depot, let's talk about muscles. <laughs> study time. Study time. Study time. Oh yeah. Oh. Why? Because people at Home Depot are like jacked. And it just like, feels like lifts. a very like manly yeah. place. Like oh. every time I go, I'm like um. Can you help me find I'm the a light bulbs? Boy. I'm a little twink <laughs> and I don't know how to do anything. That's uh, so funny. I literally do that. Not that <laughs> muscles are manly, you no, know, like not. many, like so many women are like, oh my God. Okay. I go, well, used to again, pre-COVID, <laughs> uh, nothing interesting about my life in the last like seven months. I went to F45, which was this like workout Australian red flag, kidding Australian listeners. But like, you know, <laughs> I feel like that's like a regular occurrence. <laughs> They're like, we hate you. We stopped listening when you said it the first time. Okay. But um, F45 is this workout circuit thing. So you actually go from circuit to circuit. I am not like every it's I would say 90% me and other girls like my girls sweating like me and my girls are listening <laughs> to the pump up jams they would drop like 50 pound weights like these tiny like you know like beautiful fit girls but they don't have huge muscles mm-hmm. and like, they're this, this, so strong yeah it's literally about testosterone we'll talk um, I'll get into it when I start talking about steroids um so they're they're so strong like muscles have nothing to do with strength like I could not I'm like their muscles are smaller than mine like I'm looking at them right and they but, would just yeah, like drop 60 pounds and be like come on Candace and they'd be like I'm actually gonna they would be like I'm going for round two you Greg and I'd be like sweating and purple and being like round two and they would do a class again it was wild anyways I hope they're doing well in COVID they're certainly oh my healthy gosh yeah well okay um I uh, I was gonna say that I have you, found yeah but You've gotten into muscle. Oh, that's not what I was going to talk yeah. about. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, uh, a little bit because I am a secret secret to the podcast listeners. Maybe it will come out soon, but I'm working on a video related to muscles, potentially a song. Um, and I, so I have been learning about so many of the dis- different muscles, like looking them up. Ironically and annoyingly, I recently, you know, when you like clear your like Google Chrome or your internet browser. Literally from, never done that, but yeah. <laughs> so like all my searches have gone away, but now every time I type a letter, like a, a muscle comes up. Like, you know, like sometimes when someone's like typing something anterior in, it's like, pectoralis. it's like they put a P and it's like pornhub.com or yeah. whatever. Like mine is literally like that anterior or whatever. Like yeah, <laughs> pectoralis majoris. Like every single time I type a letter, it's like some <laughs> weird muscle that I've looked up. You're um, like CIA agent is like, okay. <laughs> interesting. Actually, it does. Maybe you do want to maim a body or something. Like it's actually <laughs> oh, a little scary. <laughs> but I've just realized how amazing it is absolutely yeah. astonishing the body like because why we move. Oh my God. Yeah. You, you think of your main large muscles, but you don't often stop to think about how many tiny little muscles there are interworking with tendons and bones, your and ligaments feet. and goodness, every, your feet. Yeah. And there's like, even in your neck, like just like learning, I'm not like having to know every single one, but there's over yeah. 600 muscles in your body. And I'm wow. like, how did this evolve? It's crazy. And you don't even think of like 600. That's so cool. They're all working in tandem so well for you to just yeah. be you. And, and you're and never thinking. That. They have such specific move like this little muscle will help uh, you to like (laughs) rotate just so much this way that it just blows my mind that the body and obviously it would be like maybe analogous in a dog but also very different because they're like you know physiology is obviously so different but they might have some similar muscles that help them to like you know pronate or like rotate or whatever but pronate okay the muscle song is coming yeah Yeah, it is it is wow no also yeah supinated and pronated yeah 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 (laughs) um 
your feet, like I, I always think of your feet and your hands because there's so many muscles. Like you see how intricate they are. Like obviously compared to like your bicep, you see what it does. It's a specific motion. But your feet, like because we used to live in trees, like based on evolution, that's why our feet were meant to grip branches. And that's why we have so many issues with our feet because the actual evolution of them, it's like technically there's a lot of bones and muscle mm. in there. That's not super used to us being like bipedal, but we've just, it's only, you know, we've only been walking on two feet for actually a short period of time from like evolution. Yeah. And um, a study I read once was that the ostrich feet and like knuckle and knee would be the most efficient for a human. Oh Isn't yeah, because humans have so many problems with their like ankles and with their knees. Girl, I can't and, yeah. walk. I'm literally 32. <laughs> I've, I can't. You walk. are the epitome of it's that. It's so sad. Anyways, okay, so right. I'm gonna get. In, are you gonna do your study first? Yeah, you're going second. Uh, okay, sorry, my yeah. bad. Yeah, sorry. Um, I just because I threw to you because I wanted you to talk about how you're kind of okay. getting jacked. Like oh. he's been working out a lot. He's just trying to be like. He's no, I'm not coy. getting jacked. Koi fish over seriously here. Seriously, have insane back problems that I have not Mitch, overcome. You, but you have overcome. No, I have. But girls, I mean, stand up, hold the torch. You've overcome. <laughs> I have overcome. Um, you're no, jacked. You're running. You're completely different than you were this time last year. Come on. Okay. No, I definitely feel much better, and I do. I do not see myself as like I look at myself. I don't feel like no, I don't feel like my body's changed that much, but I feel much better. Okay, but sure. he yeah. But okay, he has body dysmorphia, but he's de- no I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay. Uh, uh, steroids actually have been found to increase body dysmorphia. Is that what you're going to talk about? Well, part of it, like I'm steroids? About steroids and roid rage. Okay. Okay. So this is a meta-analysis study, which I thought was fascinating. So it really went through, it was like 750 papers. And it searches from an AI system, I think this is so freaking cool, for the keywords to learn about steroids. Okay. And uh, roid rage is like, it's called hypomanic episodes. Like it's like, so what they did, they find all of these studies. And what it is, is a lot of the times it's coaches and a lot of times it's underground wrestlers who have come into like the doctor and they're able to find case studies of people who are taking steroids. Okay, but what is an underground wrestler? I know. <laughs> okay, so then I started getting into it. So there are a lot of like boxing and wrestling matches that happen where people are like openly taking steroids and they're like, they're saying illegal. Like obviously probably the WWE has like a certain like it's legal. We're all watching Maybe it. Maybe because well, I mean, that's not even real. Exactly. Imagine like someone draw <laughs> drop. They're like, wait, wrestling's not real? But like, but still a lot of them probably take steroids. And- but uh, maybe it's like they, so maybe in these wrestling places, they can be even more violent. Like then maybe they don't follow any of the like, don't punch the face kind of thing rules. I think it's all, yes, yes. But I think or there's not there's like there's illegal. There's like illegal boxing. Like uh-huh. we don't, we're, we're like, it's so not us. We're gay men. Like, I know, I just, like, I'm like, like we don't know about the friends. underground boxing world but like those people have come into like doctor's offices or seeked help and mm-hmm. been like i'm on steroids and these are my symptoms so they okay. find all of these studies and case studies and they found that when you take steroids um yeah you have more likely to be depressed more marital conflict um and it actually has deterioration of individuals moral values what so it's like roid rage uh, uh, is like it and it and some of the, like like in the moment of the rage or just generally like they'd be asked like they'd be asked sort of like questionnaires like why are you coming in they'd be like i'm having like issues with my mental oh, health i'm having oh. and like that's something that they use in a lot of psychological studies is like moral values they're like do you feel like you're questioning your moral values or maybe doing things that you're right. waking up the next day or when you're stopping taking steroids because it's cycled a lot like mm-hmm. you, you do go on them and you go off probably when they're off and then when they're back on them they're like well yeah i'm like different i'm acting different yes yeah and a hypomanic episode one of the things is pressured speech and that like was so visual to me like someone would be like what, what this is? wait what that's what that is <laughs> yeah they're like they're like they're like <laughs> like more... talking what does that pressure mean like holding yeah. it in you know what i mean like picturing someone with uh, rage, I like literally picture... 
But you're right, like that kind of grinding the teeth, like, is that really what you're going to say to me? <laughs> the doctor, like, they had pressurized speech? Or just being like, do you have pressurized, like, when you speak, do you feel pressure? And I'm like, that's such a roid rate. Right? So it's like, literally, I'm not going to say who on this podcast, but one of our friends, and I'm going to tell you the second we stopped talking about, like, I feel like has pressurized speech, and I don't want to drag them because they're a lovely person, but I want... I'm oh so, my God, it's like, probably a straight man, straight man. I mean, yeah. Yeah. But- <laughs> <laughs> but it's like he definitely isn't taking steroids okay no so far oh as I my know. god i don't know okay no 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 so this is the thing like all, all these studies to say very fascinating and like meta-analysis have found that roid rage is real it makes sense from what steroids are so if someone is taking steroids they are doing it at the risk of actually changing their mood and becoming more depressed right. more irritated more irritable oh which is interesting and it's like why are we doing this? You know, that's like want to be bigger, to be stronger, to be able mm. to make more muscles and have less fat. So yeah. it's pretty wild. Anyways. Well, it's interesting because, and I don't know very much about steroids. So just put that out there at first, but from what I understand, you know, there are performance enhancing drugs that wouldn't otherwise be, be like even when we talk about the olympics like i feel like there are lots of drugs that Mm -hmm. the performers are allowed to take right so if you're an athlete there are things that are scanned for that would get you disqualified but then you know we started watching that documentary and still never finished the one about where he like it becomes a cyclist and then like gets exposed to this world of like performance enhancing oh yeah yeah yeah. but they kind of make it sound like he for years trains and hits a wall and it's like it's because everyone who's at the top is not necessarily taking illegal drugs but they are all taking performance enhancers that's so humans are wild because you can't hit past this point of like your oxygen levels or your you know your muscles can't get any stronger you're like biologically a cyborg for yeah sport. and so you have to start optimizing and even thinking of um like even smart clever things of olympians going to the location early enough so that their body adjusts to the elevation like there's all yeah. these ways that you think about your body i just think it's fascinating and i don't know enough to know like what quote-unquote so steroids the, yeah, are yeah. These were anabolic androgenic steroids. So you're right. That's a very specific uh, type of steroid, which will increase your muscle size and decrease right, your Right, because doctors cells. will give steroids to minimize pain or to... Also, they do it a lot for burn victims because mm. it can actually like um, increase... Like, oh, it like your like, have... growth of skin and muscle or yeah, something? Yeah, and nucleus within your muscles. So it's like, mm. actually, I thought that was interesting. I'm like, oh yeah, steroids are also used in health. So I wonder, and I'm not asking you this because you probably won't know the answer necessarily either, but I, it makes me curious if these, um, like if someone was put on steroids for health reasons for, from a doctor, would they suffer these same consequences? I assume obviously it's long-term steroids. Yeah. And a lot of, exactly. A lot of steroids, uh, like in a hospital setting, for example, are acute based on like the body. It's just to like give you that boost of whatever you But if they were on anabolic androgenic steroids for a long period of time, Mm. yeah, they would have to deal with their mood disorder. Wow. So roid rage. Anyways, yeah, I don't have any experience with steroids either. Here we are, hands up, hands up with skinny little (laughs) arms. Uh, But I'm glad I don't have roid rage. It's so... I'm such a chicken of anything like that. Like, even if I thought I wanted to do it, which I don't, um, I would be too scared to do steroids. I don't know why. There's so many things in my life that I I would think, yeah. But so many people aren't. I'm oh, like too I, scared I, yeah. to have a tattoo. You have one. Yeah, that's so you funny. know what I mean. Like, steroids to me is really extreme for some reason. I don't know why that is. Because you're right. It's like, I but I'm I'm sure that people. I felt that way about like 
marijuana for mo- like a Honestly, long time in my life. It just takes me a long time. It's literally that the science is saying you get right. Like that's, I think right. why I focus on the study. Cause like, to me, that seems really scary. Like mm-hmm. other drugs that people do a lot of the time they're like, this is my benefit. Well, it's also interesting Actually, no, to hear <laughs> from people in the fitness industry, like how often we as all individuals, both male, female are seeing bodies like portrayed as normal that are on steroids. So Hmm. when we're working out without steroids, we're expecting (laughs) and lots of people are expecting that with lots of hard work, they can have those bodies that they're seeing. Okay. The rock. I saw him. I remember he like endorsed Biden. Everyone was like famously as someone who never (laughs) talks about politics. I'm like, the rock is so, I mean like controversial subject, but I'm like boring, but like he is obviously on steroids. Right. I mean, like He's, I don't he, like, know, but I can't imagine when I how saw you can him. Do that I was like, this has to be a fake outfit. Like literally, someone made like, a, a joke like, that like, his joke. head is a steroid as well. Oh my god! <laughs> Even his head's on steroids. Like his. <laughs> For the video, Mitch is doing. We were looking into like getting from like a costume store, like padded muscle suits. It's actually what the Rock looks like. <laughs> like I wouldn't be surprised if he's just like a skinny little guy with a suit on. It's crazy. But it is interesting to. All I mean is like thinking of. Obviously, The Rock is an extreme example, but there are so many people and bodies on Instagram and TikTok and all these things that you see. And I don't, I don't quite know because I oh my never taken stories. Now I'm like, but oh I have God. some friends or people in that industry, not necessarily in the industry, but who are interested in fitness, who would be able to look at a body and be like, "That is a steroid body," because I understand the wow. limits of what a person can do. I'm so ignorant, and as a gay too, I'm just like, how are all these gays look like? Like so, like literal baseball players. Like it's so weird. I I'm think like, you why have they, ba- like, baseball players. That was a weird. Like, I was the worst. I literally <laughs> was trying to figure out a sport where someone looked fit, and I was panicking because oh I God. knew baseball was a bad one. Because for some reason, that's there's, like people who so are so funny. It's like truly <laughs> the sport. sport where they're like allowed to not have like a six pack. What's the most jacked sport? Okay, I'm so gay. I was gonna be like canoeing. Canoers are the most. Jacked. <laughs> well, probably like maybe the people who have bodies like that are like wrestlers or fi- boxers. So, re- or okay, this people article, who have to have their clothes off. Okay, it's so weird. The study kept talking about wrestling. I think steroid use is very high in the wrestling communities, but mm. I'm like, okay, what about like like okay, hockey, basketball, baseball. Let's choose those as North American popular sports. Who's the most like jacked? jacked? I is would think that players? well, for some reason I would imagine that basketball players have more ripped bodies. But, but do you think that- they're more likely to be steroidy or no? No. I don't know. For some reason I'm thinking hockey now. But they would just have huge legs and big butts. But don't I sometimes feel like I could picture like steroidy vibes like in like when I see them in the locker room. That might be true. I don't <laughs> I don't know. We're literally just like trying to figure out like who takes the most steroids, steroids. Yeah, yeah. outside of wrestling. That's so weird. Okay, yeah, that's like a weird question. We'll never know. But uh, yeah, they're all jacked, but not baseball. I don't it's know. It's like does Roger Federer take steroids? I don't know. <laughs> Do they tennis get tennis players are also so weird? And I sometimes see tennis players like Roger Federer, he's like the best tennis player. And I'm like, he doesn't look that fit. Yeah, I mean he definitely looks fit. He's just not like over because you don't yeah. want to be like sometimes when people are so fit they can't even like like they can't stretch yeah yeah there's like a limitation to having here's a cool fact a crocodile can't stick out its tongue another cool fact you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states united healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs coming off their parents plan or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you 
everything that you need for a salon quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June too is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Massive muscles that he wants to be flexible. He needs to rotate. Yeah. He needs to be able to like move really quickly and and have agility, which I think is maybe at odds with, with a being large like muscular. Body. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So wrestling it is no. Who also can really flex, be flexible? Um, goalies and hockey. I was yeah, always like no. that. I'm like hockey's so mask, but then there's always like the goalie who they all protect like who can like splits. literally like <laughs> shablam like for sure it death drop. Literally can. De- oh my god, there's a that's so funny to think about. Like, like I goalies always, can yeah, they definitely. Death drop. <laughs> they literally whenever it's and their slow hand mo, is like <laughs> yeah, they're like bam, bam, and everyone's like oh he's such a sick goalie. I'm like that guy's literally a ballet dancer. Like, I know. Remember when um Joe Rogan was like oh drag queens are always doing the same thing and Miley Cyrus is like that's what I think about you guys. But then I'm like literally goalie are loved for that it's like if uh, goalies are doing what drag queens do also joe rogan he's so funny like everyone's like joe rogan's not biased he's not sexist i'm like literally we've come to the point in society where we're like we all love drag queens it's like it's like it's like we're all on the like you know what i mean it's like number one show we're all like rupaul's taking over it's like Mm -hmm. objectively we're like everyone likes drag queens he's like yeah drag queens like literally men being like women sucks bro and it's like wait you actually suck like why do people think you're sorry oh my god Uh, and uh, miley cyrus too like she i don't know everyone's like her comeback was so good i'm like it was good it wasn't like that good i don't know i haven't followed that at all i just hate it um, so much that i want her to be like shut up okay okay so my study sort of pivots off of yours because it's research into the main motivators of why men in particular want to go to the gym and build muscles and trying to understand like what actually motivates them? So yeah. what they found was that ultimately shame and guilt. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, that's so sad. It is actually <gasps> sad. So shame and guilt are the biggest motivators <laughs> for a lot. And this isn't for every man. This is just one it's study. But obviously Joe Rogan giving them shame because he's Joe Rogan's so, on steroids. I, okay, I don't know. I don't feel like so we can't back up these claims. Yeah. We don't know. Oh God, man, Mitch is always like rolling his eyes. Like I need to not bring like, up Joe Rogan. Get sued. Greg is definitely gonna go off the ha- handle. Okay. So basically, what they found was that sixty percent of men list health and fitness as their primary reason, but then the research found that that's not exactly true. Only sixteen percent labeled appearance as their main motivator but so the study would then take them and do a bunch of surveys and then also do tests to understand like their implicit bias and you know try and understand what their actual motivations were that's so Um, weird and they found that the biggest predictor for uh going to the gym was their perception of their body fat so it was not when they would say it was about my muscles or just wanting to be fit and healthy. What they really realized is most the vast majority of the men that were a part of this um, experiment or study were going because of their that's bodies. That's so interesting. I feel like that's not something people talk yeah, about that much. And so they ultimately realized oh this tactic and technique that's not being fully acknowledged in men. It creates also sporadic and erratic exercise habits because it's not a sustainable thing so to 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 work out because of shame and guilt 
might motivate you for a week or two and it's then you fall off. So they, it, it's important oh because God. it's like these findings can help professionals, trainers, like people at gyms actually help maintain people's health, which they're saying is their main goal. Uh, and we can learn about, you know, how do we actually motivate men? We sh the shame and guilt might get them to the gym, but it doesn't keep them there. And so how do we yeah. create well, programs I, I and things know. that actually help to make people feel good when they go to the gym? Like, and that was a big, big breakthrough for me recently with not only just exercising, but meditation. And I'm now really trying to apply it to a lot of the different parts of my life. But I've been thinking about like running, for example, I hated because I think I wasn't doing for the, and something switched with me recently where like now I go because I actually am excited to go, which is a really weird transition. Yeah, I yeah. don't know what tipped that. And I realized like meditation similar. What? I do it because I like it now. What tipped that? Like try and feel, like, I'm just so curious. Cause yeah. What do you, what do you think? If you could just predict, I think, I think the challenge is you have to go through a stage of pain and meditation is like a stage of being boring. You're obviously doing it cause you were told it's good for you. Right. But there's a, is that obvious? Is that well, like, why why else would somebody start if not that okay. they were told that it's good for them? Yeah, or no, that they could look good, right? Yeah, probably. But then right. I and so those were probably my motivations as well. I want to meditate because I want to have clarity of my mind. I want to like be more calm and happy. I want to work out because I want to look good. I want to be healthy. All these things. But then slowly it's transformed to like, wait, I actually feel good doing those things mm. and now I want to do them. And of mm. course I still like don't want to always do them, but there's been that sort of transition and I'm like, how do I apply that to other things in my life I want to do mm -hmm. that I'm not breaking that barrier? I really, really, really have to find what I like about those things. And I think if you can't find that, you'll never find that consistency. Okay, so that's really interesting because I, ha yeah, so you have been running for the first time in your life and i've i've been i've known you for long enough to see you try and then like stop and it's interesting mm -hmm. you're saying like the motivation and that is something that like i think with running when i was bit by the bug it was because i realized i felt high after mm. do you know what i mean like now i'm wanting to ask you that do you ever realize you have a runner's high for sure. I mean, I'm not like, sure I exactly. Well, I'm still in a stage where if I, sorry, I have something like I need to burp out. I don't have a freaking mic. But I'm at a stage where Ew. I, sorry. <laughs> um, I run and there'll be a certain point in my run where I am like, I've hit the point. Okay. It's not as hard anymore. And I feel really good and I can keep going. But oh, okay. right now, sometimes when I come home, I am like, wow, I am actually exhausted. <laughs> like I, I definitely am a little more lightheaded, but there is that element of, I feel really good. And does your day, this is something I've tricked myself. I don't know if even know if it's true or if it's placebo. I have tricked myself that if I'm not physically active, I'm more sad in that day. That, that may be true. I haven't, you haven't fully, fully tracked it. Okay. I definitely notice if I'm having a sad or bad day and but still have the energy to like work out or go on a run, then I feel better after. Okay. Interesting. So, so definitely that is, that. cause that is so interesting motivation. Like I think that is so true. I'm not, I don't know. Like I feel like when I think about going to the gym or being motivated to work on my muscles, a lot of it is about even meditating the feeling of it, I know it will make me less feel better sad or, yeah. or less stressed. Right. And that means and that's not, a good motivator. It is. And I'm like, that's also part of the reason why I don't think I'm that jacked. Do you know what you're I mean? Because I'm like, to, yeah. it's like, oh, I get a little pumps in. I'm like, oh, I feel better about myself. Right. You know what I mean? <laughs> that's I'm like, fine. You don't have to be jacked. Yeah. I'm just trying to think like motive. Like it's just, this is what your study is about. Like it's interesting. And mm -hmm. okay, shame. 
It's like, as gay men, we know shame, girl. <laughs> it's baked into us from literally the second we understand what, a, what sexuality is. Mm-hmm. Straight men, that's so sad. And I just think this is such a plague amongst all men. Yeah, not just straight and, men. And straight men maybe aren't talking about it as much. As gay men, we've like been taught, I think, to talk about our shame more because we have like a more drastically messed up life. But it's like, you need to talk about your shame. When you were talking about programs, that's it. Understanding, like in therapy, being like, I have shame around the fact that I have blubber or fat because of society, because of what, what is the reason? Mm-hmm. And I think there's something interesting about that, like within like... um sort of misogyny. I think that guys like some, I can hear jokes being like, Oh, she, like she cares about that. that she's right. fat. Like yeah. women are more like, Oh, I'm so fat. Like that, like that. I'm so fat. Like mm-hmm. a guy would make fun of a woman saying that. Cause it's a sign of vulnerability, mm-hmm. but it's like, actually we're realizing in study, they might feel that way too. And if they could talk about it more, it would probably be like help them with the shame, which would get them motivated to maybe go to the gym for like a different reason. For That's sure. Last. Yeah. I think what's interesting about this study is that it does kind of, highlight that you know dissatisfaction and dysmorphia can mm. affect males and females i think we yes. all and then we know that and we but we definitely talk about it through a female lens often and i think that it is males are often afraid to talk about yeah. this and the the study kind of ended or like the conversation around it was like we really should be focusing on like achievement and pride and fostering long-term healthier behavior like and positive feelings, right? So not necessarily, of course. I oh do my God, it's like, um, don't do steroids and get right, right? You know what I mean? It's like, don't well, do something that's going to play with your ability to I definitely to am happy. not encouraging steroids, no. but I can see why having, because like, <laughs> I'm saying part of the positive feedback is achievement they're saying here, because that is not associated with shame. But at the sacrifice shame. of your mental health to be happy. What? Like steroids actually give, like have I'm not talking about steroids. I'm talking oh, about in general. Oh, okay. Like I think you're saying, okay, but I just like do a couple pumps and go. I think it's important if, if you're not getting something out of it, maybe it motivates people to say, I want to at, at some point be able to bench press this much. And then I want to yeah. go to oh, the next okay. step. Yeah, yeah. And that achievement can actually motivate people in a more positive way is what this is saying. And I think that's the slippery slope with steroids because yeah. people might hit a limit and then think, well, I need to keep achieving. Yeah, that's what I was saying. I was, I was like, get your limit, but don't do steroids. So I think that's gonna, why yeah. the positive feelings obviously is like yeah. if you can find a way oh to feel <laughs> good and be like, I'm going to feel good. Not like that is the reward. Right. Oh my God. That's not, so not what comes after working out for a long time, but yeah. yeah so, I mean, yeah. Do you, what do you feel about working out now? Like, has anything changed since our steroid and this conversation? Um, no, it's funny. I feel like I've like steroids is something that I'm not like that interested in. Like, I feel like sometimes as a gay man, people talk about it a lot. So I feel like I'm forced to think like, it's why my brain went to it. Cause I'm like, I know there's something out there that's like, <laughs> but I'm not that interested. And it's funny. Like when we were in LA, like I remember so many like of our gay friends in LA would just be like, it's everywhere. <laughs> they'd be like, they'd be like, Oh yeah, you see that steroid. Like they talk about it a lot uh-huh. more than I'm like, okay, wait, this is obviously like more of a thing than I realized. Yeah. So that it didn't change much for me because I'm not interested in doing steroids. I just was curious about them because I know there's been a lot of talk. What about you? Did this help you with motivation? Well, I think it's it's nice and reinforcing. And I feel that I do think for myself, I want physical fitness to be important. I think a big hard part for it is just like fitting it in and having a time and having a schedule. And it truly, truly reminds me of even flossing. Like I for <laughs> years and years would try flossing. Now, uh, not that I'm addicted to it. I just like do it every day. Oh, and I'm if I don't, flush. it's because it feels good. Like I actually do it because I actually don't like not doing it now. Imagine so, you were talking about the floss and dance move that people used to do too. <laughs> and I love to And I just love the way my then. hips swing when I floss. <laughs> but that is the thoughts on muscles. I say we get into our what did you learn this week of what's going on in science. Oh, what did we learn this week? 
All right. Do you want to go first for a second? You go first. Okay. Mine is related to Ernie, our dog. Aww. So it turns out that puppy dog eyes have evolved to manipulate humans specifically. Oh. <laughs> so Ernie's... Oh my God, that us. literally works um, on me. Yeah, so basically they <laughs> found that dogs... So there was a study oh, done God. in like, uh, what do you say, like foster dog care or kennels that... What's the name of those places? Like uh, humane societies or things like that. Like dogs with agencies? more... Like rescue. Yeah, dogs with more <laughs> expressive eyebrows are way more likely to be adopted. So dogs that have muscles that are more likely to control and make be be able to express their feelings, it's like an adaptive traits that dogs have. So they've looked back and they realized that wolves don't have these muscles. So like current modern day wolves, which are like the closest analog to would have a common ancestor with dogs, have like fibers in there, but dogs have fully developed muscles in their eyebrow area that can give them the inflection of like looking at you and, and kind of either wow. not like looking sad and especially with puppies it makes them look sad which is a trait that humans really gravitate towards it's, it makes so much sense it's also it's just like obviously we are such emotional beings we know that <laughs> as humans and it's so funny that our like the pet that we freaking like <laughs> made our pet is all of a sudden like well all of a sudden it helps when I do this and right like, oh. yeah and they would have so it would have been through an evolutionary like a rapid yeah, sure, evolution they say wow. like the, also the speed at which it happened is incredible yeah. because wolves and dogs share are common ancestor for like not that long, not ago. long ago so humans would have unconsciously wow. chosen dogs that were more expressive well think about breeding like you said kennels like people who breed dogs mm. it's like they're and when you look at a baby face and a puppy face you, it's so cute and part of that is that little yeah. like kind of sad look you know yeah, what i mean and, like babies evolve with larger like their eyes are so big when they're young and they do think it's like we think that that's cute and it helps us have like an actual like mm-hmm. so ultimately it's just that <laughs> those dogs would have had a selective advantage and it's almost that's like so as funny. much as the humans were part of that selective breeding if you will or like choosing of you know wolves or other dogs like to be, to eventually become dogs it was like the dogs were actually manipulating the humans okay honestly well. i can literally picture those eyes of ernie and it's like when i walk away and it makes me feel so bad like if like i'm leaving my home to make it actually makes me be like oh actually I actually have nothing to do i should just take him for a walk yeah oh, or, or like, when he comes if, and puts his head oh my your... god i pet him i give him treats it's like it works wow yeah, has... we are manipulated and he doesn't have proper eyebrows but you can see a structure there that yeah. like he doesn't have like hair that's different there. that's so funny I'm like he's actually not feeling the feeling he's just like oh okay well, i flick the eyebrow here we go guys treat flick the eyebrow treat whereas i'm like oh he's so stuck that's so funny okay uh mine is different i am zooming out to space okay so i was reading this week about space debris and like there's so much of it and i just mm-hmm. it kind of blew my mind so i didn't realize this but since 1957 humanity has launched 10,000 satellites okay. whoa okay yeah that's a lot 7,300 have been destroyed because naturally they weren't meant to last that long oh gosh so they're they're but destroyed just out there so like okay some are floating they... around like sputnik has like fallen and like burned up <laughs> over <laughs> right, the atmosphere okay, yeah. like i just assumed you you launch a satellite and it, like you understand like, its coordinates like bring it like, back <laughs> i didn't know sputnik had like didn't exist anymore like i don't know i just didn't know this i was like wait what so yeah sputnik burned out there's this one called vanguard that is like no longer in use it's just like spinning as truly garbage uh-huh. like <laughs> okay so i was like that is crazy so it turns out there's a hundred million bits of debris orbiting Earth larger than a millimeter in size. Oh, but that's like so little. <laughs> but 
when you're thinking because oh, it's pieces from these that might have over time yes just... and that can actually be sorry a lot i'm not going to get into it but a lot of damage can be done by small objects to Fair. the iss to astronauts like we we just i guess for me it was more an existential thought just thinking mm-hmm. of that many just trash things that space. we have created orbiting as trash was a lot and then i guess if you thought that that was small i have a stat about oh, a I don't, micron sorry <laughs> i meant the size trillion. of it one millimeter yeah and there's a hundred trillion if you include oh. ones larger than one micrometer okay. <laughs> but that's so small that you're no right. no but that is still wild and... because anytime there's a collision or something in space there's a lot of debris and they're small and they start to orbit you know what i mean like yeah it's, it's, that it's makes like sense. Um, break down over time pieces yeah. come off all it's a bigger deal than we realize because it can be dangerous and some things are like astronauts have left like like by mistake like letting go of so there's like tools there's like oh a towel gosh. there's like that's so weird I'm so curious how they predict the actual number like like just by scanning a region and then yeah yeah and they yeah literally that because they're studying how much debris there is because they have to figure out how to get rid of it because they are genuinely concerned wow. and there have been a few cases with the ISS where it could have really been done a lot of damage some of these orbiting things there's a spatula <laughs> <laughs> just one a glove a mirror um so all also, the some of the things I've been thinking about is like using lasers to like literally zap like them away. Up. And there's other companies that send these things into space that actually open up with nets and pull in like the larger, more dangerous debris. What the yeah? Heck? And when they sent it up recently to space, it like they had to be so careful because they're like it could be so bad if this unleashed while like in the ISS or like on the way because the whole thing was like to like oh. grab. <laughs> it's just like a parachute as they're trying yeah. to get into space. Yeah, but it worked. <laughs> but like it did or it followed the coordinates that they had expected. So there's a lot of space debris. We're figuring out solutions. But even though um, there are small pieces, like they can be really dangerous. I don't know. To me, I thought that was really interesting. Wow. Okay. Learn something new every, every day, week. week. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. Awesome. Well, thank you guys so much for listening to another app. Uh, we hope you enjoyed it. Yeah, you can use hashtag Silent Podcast if you want to talk to us about muscles or su- suggest any steroids. Oh yeah, today. someone yeah. did tweet that they didn't. They wanted us to switch the order of this back. We're we're testing it we're out. We about hear it. your testing. voices. If you think they're wrong, tweet us. Let we're us know. We're science minded. We like to experiment. Yeah, okay. we only have one person <laughs> telling us right now. So like, let us know. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> we'll talk to you next week. Bye. Peace. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row, dreaming of something better? Well. Hello Fresh is your guilt free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M dot com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. 
There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com.